Welcome into the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Count on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi. Can your internet do that? Welcome in. It's the Deep Slant Podcast. This is our one-on-one where we go one-on-one with a player every single week. And this week I had a chance to catch up with running back Royce Freeman, who has really shown some spark in the last few games because obviously Damian Pierce, the starting running back for the Houston Texans and rookie and Pro Bowl alternate, unfortunately on IR. And so even though it's been just a lot of fun to watch Damian Pierce run the ball, Next man up, now it's Royce Freeman, who joins the running back group of Dari Gumbawale, Rex Burkhead, and Troy Hairston, the fullback. So in comes Royce Freeman, has played the last few games. He's actually been on practice squad all year. So if you're wondering why you've not seen him get into the game earlier this year, that's why. But Royce Freeman was on the squad last year. He did uh, contribute in the ground game in the season last year, he was actually, he started the season off with the Carolina Panthers and then of course uh, was waived by them. And then he was signed by the Houston Texans. So had a chance to catch up with Royce. To be honest, I did not know a lot about Royce. He's pretty quiet and we haven't really chatted with him obviously all this year because he's been on practice squad. So even last year, didn't really uh, do a one-on-one with him. So this was actually my first time just really getting in depth with him and getting to know him a little bit better. And man, his story is a a great one. He's actually uh, in his fifth season in the league. So he was drafted by the Denver Broncos in the third round and then just really battled through depth chart things, uh, injuries, and then ultimately was released by the Broncos after three seasons and then had to really fight his way back onto a roster and uh, onto the active game day roster as well. So we talk about all that. He also shares uh, some insight on his son who was born this offseason and a cause near and dear to his heart um, of a of a battle that his son is going through. So we got a chance to know him a little bit off the field as well. So we're going to get right into that. But first, Xfinity delivers the fastest internet in Houston, stream Texans games on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi network, and count on a reliable connection for all your devices, Xfinity XFi. Can your internet do that? All right, let's get right into it. The Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. It's the Deep Slant One-on-One presented by Xfinity. My guest this week, running back Royce Freeman, who I, I love the Twitter handle, Rolls Royce 28. Obviously, oh, you can't have 28 yeah. this year with Rex, <laughs> but are you pretty active on social media? Not really, honestly. I mean, as a recent, I just use it to catch up on news and, and see you know what's going on. All right, so you've gotten into the game the last few games with Damian Pierce on IR, and I think a lot of people are surprised with the style of running that you bring to the field. You're averaging 5.5 yards per carry. Do you think that you've surprised people, or is this who you've been all along You just haven't had a chance to really get it out there? Yeah, I think it's more of the latter. I don't really worry too much about, you know, outside opinions and, and all those things, but I'm confident in myself and my abilities, you know, just waiting for the opportunity and um, presenting itself just – going out there trying to make the most of that and, you know, bring different assets of my game onto the field and help the team win. What about your, the assets of your game? What are, what, you know, what are some aspects of mm. your ability as a running back that you think you really bring to the ground game? Yeah, I mean, being a, a bigger back, as they probably would say, I mean, definitely that physicality and downhill uh, running style. But um, my earlier parts of my career, 
I was also a third down back and played a lot of special teams uh, when I was in Denver. So having that background um, makes me kind of versatile so I can play in the kicking game and as well stay on the field on third downs, blitz pickups, and then go out there and, and catch passes as well. You really are the definition of the next man up. I mean, last year we saw with Carolina, you were there when Christian McCaffrey was injured. Yep. He comes back, they release you, the Texans scoop you up, mm -hmm. and then you did a lot of things for the ground game last year. This year you've spent most of the season on practice squad. What's yep. the last year and this year been like for you? You were third round pick to Denver. So yeah. a lot of stability early on in your career. Mm -hmm. And then the last two seasons, uh, a little bit more up in the air, but what is that like for you as a player? Yeah, it's been different for me and for my family, you know, just seeing the difference between, you know, how I started my career and where I am currently. But like I said, I'm, I'm confident in my abilities, you know, and that's why when I go out there, I try to make the most of, you know, the opportunities I do get what I do feel that helps me is that versatility like I mentioned earlier all the things that I can do I can get plugged into different places and being a vet as well having that knowledge and being able to pick up offenses quickly I think that helps out a lot but um, being here last year being able to be plugged into the system and play right away when they needed me uh, I think definitely helped out just to have that the transition from last year to this year you've got the consistency yes Playbook changes a little bit, but not too much really yeah. as far as you're concerned. Yeah, not too much. I mean, then some of the coaches, as far as a lot of them, actually uh, a lot of familiarity with them, um, with them returning as well. So I feel like at the end of last year, having that exposure definitely helped me. All right. So one thing that did change for you in the offseason, you became a dad. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, how is it being different being a dad and playing football? It is a little different. I don't know. I just, uh, my family, my wife and my son, seeing them at the games uh, when they do come, it's it's amazing. It's like a feeling like no other. Uh, my little man, he doesn't really know too much of what's going on right now. But um, looking back when he does get older, being able to show him those memories, I mean, it's just irreplaceable, you know. And I mean, like I said, I, I just wouldn't have it any other way. Okay, so your son was born what month? Uh, July. July. So he's mm -hmm. not even a year old yet. No. It's, it's a lot like J.J. Watt, who announced his retirement. Last home game for him, first home game for his baby. I mm -hmm. imagine that's just such a special feeling to see your to see your baby at the game, even if he doesn't know what it is. No, yeah, yet. no, it definitely is a special a special feeling, like I said, like because when he does get older and he sees those memories um, that he, you know, just can't remember, he'll he'll have just like a moment of like, wow, you know, and then, and you know, for my wife and I, those are special for us living in the moment to be able to do those things with him because as my career advances and, and you know, our family advances as well, just having those memories are, are just like, like I said, just uh, irreplaceable. During My Cause, My Cleats, you posted about sickle cell awareness, mm -hmm. and you put it out there that your son was diagnosed just a few days after he was born. So, yeah. you know, how does that, how, how did that affect you and your family, and, and how is your son now? He, he's great. He's in great health. I mean, we've been able to have contact with a lot of great medical staff, being in the medical center, also uh, having familiarity with it, um, with the Texan staff, just education-wise. And my wife has definitely done a great job as far as like educating me on things as well, as far as the research and, you know, the progress is with sickle cell disease and just making sure that we're on top of it, especially him being so young, you know, the seasons changing with exposure to different things sure. and how we go about our day to day. It's, it's different, but for the most part, I, I think that he is our, our blessing, our little blessing and, you know, just to excited to you know care for him as as we go forward and give him the best uh most optimal health i imagine it just puts things in perspective i mean most you go certainly. through so many hardships in football but then yeah. once you have a baby and then you go through something like that it probably just 
I would. I don't want to say dims like all the other hardships, like when it comes to football, mm-hmm. but I imagine it just puts it in perspective. Yeah, like you, you said, it just puts it in perspective. I mean, you know, I always like to say somebody's having a worse day than you. Like sometimes when you have you're having a down moment, but our goal is to you know eventually help build more exposure for sickle cell disease and those with it. You know, with uh, whether that be funding, exposure, just more research to the to the cause and to the, the disease for people like my son, you know, so they have the options and the resources moving forward. I love it. And, you know, thank you so much for bringing that to people's attention. I don't of think course. I would have known about it if it wasn't for my cause, my cleats. So. Oh, well, that's great. I mean, <laughs> you're, br- yeah. you're literally yeah. bringing awareness. All right, so switching gears, you went to college in at Oregon. Yes. And this roster's got a lot of guys that went to Oregon State. So no. uh, you've got Steven Nelson, Brandon mm-hmm. Cooks, yeah. Steven Quatoriano just drafted out of yes, Oregon State. Yes, yes. Uh, is there any rivalry as far as that is concerned? No, no. I mean, they, <laughs> they got us this year. You know, I had to give them the nod, you know. Okay. But, uh, I mean, it happens. I think, you know, we're still big dog, you know what I'm saying, or – you know how how it goes in that civil war rivalry, or you know what the yeah, name the I, name changed to. Right, yeah, right. so I had to correct myself, <laughs> but I I do think that it's great. I mean, people from the pack being able to be amongst each other, especially on the same team. So, how did you pick Oregon first of all? And and you mm-hmm. talk about big dogs. I mean, you set a lot of records. You set Pac-12 records. You set school records. And how did you pick Oregon over? You're from California yeah, originally. Yeah. So how did how did you pick Oregon over other schools? Yeah, I'm originally from Southern California, and just going there and visiting the school and seeing where they were at the time, I feel like they fitted the style that I wanted to become as a player going to the next level. And when I was talking to the coaching staff. I uh, wasn't going to be used solely as, you know, a, a big back. They wanted to get me exposed in the passing game. They wanted to uh, see me catch the ball in the backfield and do different things for my game. And I think that what sold me because it would help me at the next level and become more versatile. And you got to play with a quarterback, uh, you know, by the name of Marcus Mariota. Yes. Uh, what was that like for you? I mean, it was crazy coming in my my uh, freshman year and just having. And like, it was his last year, right? It was. It yeah. was his last year, uh, his Heisman year. And just seeing all that and like the standard that which he played to and where he, it had gotten him. You know, it, w- it was definitely something that, you know, I, I appreciated seeing and working with. So, I mean, it was, it was great. It was, And then uh, to see him get drafted number two overall. Yeah, basically, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, well-deserved. I mean, everything that, you know, we put out there on the field, I saw every day in practice from him. Do you still keep in touch with him? I know you guys didn't spend a lot of time together. He's still obviously in the league, yeah, still yeah. playing. So yeah, not, do you guys keep not, in touch over the years? Yeah, not close contact, but definitely we play against each other. We have a small talk and, you know, sure. be able to catch up uh, for the most part. All right, before I let you go, what do you think about this running backs group? Because you said you were here last year, but it's mm-hmm. changed, obviously, yeah. this year. You've got Damian Pierce. Yes. And then you've got, of course, Rex Burkett mm-hmm. coming back. Dara Gumbawale, who had been with the team, but not when you were here previously. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Troy Hairston yep. to have a fullback in the group. What do, what do you thought of the group I mean, so I, I think the, the group dynamic is, is really great. I mean, uh, it starts with uh, DB. I mean, he's an amazing coach. Uh, a really, Danny Barrett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Coach, uh, coach DB. And Between then, DB and DP and then I'm yeah. DP. Okay, yeah, like, we got we, a lot. I always feel like I got to clarify yeah. which, <laughs> who we're talking about. Yes, yeah, Danny we'll Barrett. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he's great. I mean, he's definitely, you know, helped us, like, elevate our games because he's just coached for so long. You know, we have veterans in the room. Um starting with Rex, you know, Dare, myself, and then the rookies, Troy and, and uh, Damian. I mean, just coming into the league and to be able to do as well as they have, you know, mm-hmm. their first year is just amazing, honestly. I mean, I I look at them and their work ethic and, you know, the hunger they have, you know, just early on in their career, and I'm excited for them. I mean, and um, they definitely help our room out a tremendous amount. 
Royce, it was a pleasure getting to know you a little bit better. Best of luck for the rest of the season. Thanks Thank you. I appreciate it. Great stuff from Royce. Not a lot of numbers on the stat sheet this year, but he is averaging, like I said, 5.5 yards per carry and uh, really has some nice bursts there. Danny Barrett uh, has really liked what he's seen from the running back since he did have some continuity with him last year and now again on the roster this year. So he likes what he's been able to, to bring to his running backs room as well. So kickoff against the Jaguars is at noon, January 1st, final home game of the 2022 season for the Texans. They're going to close out their season on the road against the Colts. If you want to get tickets, go to HoustonTexans.com slash tickets. It's Fan Appreciation Day. So hope to see you there. That's going to do it for the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, go Texans.